Hello and welcome back to the Tailgate Talk. Uh, it is another glorious NFL Sunday here on September 27th. Uh, I'm Cole. Co-hosting with me is Evan and Scott. Boys, how are we doing this morning? Scott, welcome to it. Welcome to week three. Happy to be a part of this once again. Thanks for having me. Hell, So I'm checking in from Texas. Evan is our correspondent in Arkansas. And Scott is back home in Massachusetts, so we're uh, we're three mass holes, Patriots fans, just talking about football. We're setting up our for our tailgate for this Sunday slate. We got the the meats going, the beers are getting cold, and uh, we're chilling on the tailgate. So uh, how we doing, boys? This is looking like a, a a pretty exciting slate of NFL football, don't you say? Yeah, I'm pumped. Yeah, this is the most. This is the most like. So far, in, in comparison, this week is the most exciting week because you either have like you either have blowout games or you're gonna have like a bunch of games that are gonna be very, very, very competitive. And we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do we're gonna dive in. We got 49ers Giants regular time slot. San Francisco's favored by four and a half on the road. Now, the 49ers uh, coming off that Super Bowl loss, all time roster. However. They just lost Nick Bosa. They just lost Jimmy G. They j- lost four other guys, like at least Most, yeah. three other guys. Yep. They lost him. The Giants lost Saquon. And right when they lost Saquon, they still started to find like other guys. So like they 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 have like a little bit of firepower, which is weird to say because I know they lost Saquon, but when they when they were playing the Bears, like they still have Slayton, they still have Engram. They no, have Satan's a couple down. of. Oh, he's down too. Yeah, Deion he Lewis. Down. Oh, they got Deion Lewis. Yeah, he's coming. Like, I think he's he's going to make like some sort of a splash into this game. I think the Giants are going to lose, obviously, but like, Forty Niners are not all there either. I think they're like the Forty ers kind of need this game to stay in the zeitgeist of like a top fifteen. But if not, then like. This game is a, actually like a contender for a toilet bowl game because both te- both of these teams are going to suck. I wouldn't imagine the score to get out of the 20s for each team. I don't even know who they're going to start. I mean, it, it would be cool to watch Freeman, though. I feel like he's going to want to go off. Um, so, but, I mean, I don't really have – honestly, I don't have a lot to say about this game. Like, this game is going to yeah. suck either way you yeah. look at it. I'm going to take the 49ers, though, but if I were a betting man, I would stay as far away from this game as possible. Um, Definitely a toilet bowl. Uh, I think Washington Cleveland kind of turns into a toilet bowl just because of the teams. See, that's where I think I'm gonna disagree with you because this is what I'm. So th- this is like the first game where, for the rest of this podcast, I'm gonna. I think we should establish this whole thing of like, even if the teams are gonna suck, these wins are so essential that they're gonna be playing their nuts oh, off. Yeah. So like. This is one of the several games that is going to be incredibly, incredibly competitive. So, like, this is not a nap game, as we would talk about. Um, having said that, Cleveland is favorited by seven at home. That's a lot. And if this this game is going to be like, okay, one of the, like this is going to be a, like the best of the worst going forward. This is going to be <laughs> kind of like a key win in the beginning of the season. So, like, it's going to be like – are you are you good enough to kill this team? Like, are, are, for the Washington football team, are you for real if you can stop an ass quarterback like Baker Mayfield, but with a good wide receiver like OBJ, can you stop him? And for Cleveland, can you 
play against a real team that isn't a freshman quarterback. Like, oh, naturally, because they Dwayne Haskins is pretty much still a freshman because he barely played last year and he still sucks. But like, can you stop the run? Because they still have Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Like, can you? Can you do this? So, like, this game, like, they don't have a lot of talent on either side of the ball besides Chase Young. I want to see him flatten Baker, even though I like Baker, because he's just he's just so cool to watch. I mean, he might be my favorite guy, like, favorite rookie. Could you guys stomach seeing Alex Smith step out on that field again? Because I don't know if Absolutely I could. Absolutely not. No. Nope. I just don't nope, want him no, to get no. hurt. No. I don't want like, him to get hurt either. Trust me, I – Love his story, and it's such a good move on his part to pursue this. But God forbid the guy gets hurt. Like, that would be so, so heartbreaking. It just I, doesn't, like, he just doesn't look good. Like, even no. like that celebration of him walking around his driveway when they were popping champagne, like, he, he just didn't look like he was walking great. And I just, no. I don't want to see him on a football field. No, no, sir. Didn't even try to hide it either. Like, he limped you know? along that. I think it would be really bad for football if he ever played again. Like, there's already a lot of talk about CTE and, like, you know, like serious injuries, obviously. I mean, look what happened last week. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if NFL went down. This is the second – I mean, look at Saquon. This is his second serious injury. Like, you don't want that to happen to anybody. Less of, like, the fucking guy got – what is it, gangrene? Like, he's screwed. Got staff. But, yeah, not good. Damn. But speaking speaking about another one of these games, let's talk about the Bengals-Eagles. Anybody have thoughts on this game? Because this is this might be a toilet bowl, but it's also like a competitive toilet. This is like a rough shit in a toilet bowl. I feel like Wentz's time is kind of waning there. That dude just needs to perform a little bit better because got Ertz under contract for only a couple more seasons. And Aguilar just with him now. I don't know. It's just unexplainable because the guy is still a great athlete, but he just keeps getting hurt. Yeah. Um, I so my thing really quick, I was just watching the Eagles. I think it was just on red zone, but like Wentz had like a three and out or something like that. And, and the Eagles were playing at home. And I think the PA guy turned booze on in the stadium. You know what I'm saying? That's hilarious. Like I'm, I'm pretty certain I heard booze at the Eagles stadium when the Eagles didn't perform well. At least they're keeping it realistic with the Philly faithful. Right? Like, I kind of figured it was pretty on point. But I was like, (laughs) man, for your own PA guy to boo you off the field, like, that's probably not great. Yeah, no, that's – no. Well, both of these teams suck, but they're both, like, really, really itching for a win. I'm taking the Eagles. Philadelphia is favorited by six at home. Um, Man. The bet, like, did anybody see uh, last week's Thursday night game where Burrow went against Mayfield? No. Nope. Well, point being is that he they found him. Like, I, I think I said this last week. Yes. The Bengals definitely found their guy. And I think he's – like, now that he knows he has it, he's going to turn on the fucking Jets. So, like, mm-hmm. that's why it's going to be kind of like who wants it more. But um, well, I, I feel like Burrow got roughed up a little bit last week. He wasn't he did. getting a lot of he good did. protection. Their old line fucking blows. They are so bad. It's Cincinnati. Yeah, I know, but like it, you, you would expect them to be a little, you know, 
more ballsy when protecting a guy who's literally 23. Like, <laughs> help the poor guy out. But let's talk about a, a game that should be a blowout. The Raiders-Patriots. Ooh. Um, no, we are on record that, as saying that, that this not, is a... That will not be a blowout. We we are a Patriots podcast. We will say this loud and clear, as we have stated before. Uh, should be an interesting game because the Raiders did just come off beating the Saints. This, but let's not forget that the Patriots were, let's say, what six inches away from beating the Seahawks at home. Just that Raiders crazy. offense was cooking, but that Patriots offense was cooking. I mean. I've been reading about what Cam has been doing, like from that, from the locker room at the Seahawks stadium to this point right now. And he is like angry, like very, very, very angry that he lost the game. And to be honest, like I, I turned the TV off. I went to bed, wasn't mad in the slightest. Like we, you knew the only thing that would happen is that like, you can't run it, like throw the fucking ball. Now, you mean, he he found Edelman so many times. You know you can throw it. Throw it against the Raiders D. They got nobody. The only thing they have is Derek Carr likes to play sometimes. Like, the Raiders still suck. I don't care if they just beat New Orleans. Like, I know that that's great for them, but they they still have Josh Jacobs. He's a beast. But Derek Carr has to Derek Carr has to play against an angry Steve, uh, Stephon Gilmore and an angry Devin McCourty and an angry D-line. I'd love to see – them score 13 points that I would be impressed if they got that many. Don't they have Jerry? Patriots are going to score. No, that's the Broncos. Um, gotcha. I would, Ruggs. I think Ruggs, I'm Ruggs guessing the guy that I'm thinking about. He's pretty yep. decent. Yeah. I'm saying the Pats go for 36 points. They're going to blow them out. I think. I think that's a right approximation of the points, but I think <clears throat> Oakland's going to have a couple TDs themselves. I'd expect like 28. I feel like, yeah, I mean, there is a possibility that the Pats defense does something stupid, like a pick six or something. I feel like I could smell that. That could happen. Man, D Max <coughs> pick six, and when he celebrated into that camera saying, putting up James White's number, bro, that broke my heart last week. Yeah. 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 Sad it's, story. Yeah. Uh, that, that, prayers like... out. Prayers out to the White family, man. Yeah, for real. One thing more I want to say about that is that, like, like James White is not is not a, a running back that you think of when you think of, like, a top 10 or a top 15, but he is a guy that you think of, like, that does shit right. And it was really cool to see, like, a bunch of other players shout him out in a way that you only hear about. Mm-hmm. Like, like, he got J.J. Watt-level praise. Like, you know what I mean? Like, everybody – I mean, I know, like – it was a tragedy what happened to his father, but it's really, really amazing when people from around the league recognize James White, even though he's not like – he's no Ezekiel Elliott. I don't know if this is, like, disingenuous what I'm saying. I hope you guys know what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. he's a very slept-on guy, and a lot of people don't really – I feel like no one – like, not, not a lot of people know him because, A, there's so many running backs in New England, but, B, like, he's not very outspoken. He's not, like – He's not. Like, he's not. Uh, he's not a household name. You would say around the league. I would suppose. I suppose. Absolutely. Yeah. I couldn't think of the phrase. Thank you. I gotcha. So let's let's go to the next. Are you for real game? Which is the Bears Falcons. Yikes. So, Oof. yeah. Um, the Bears are two and zero. 
Falcons are 0-2, but Matt Ryan was leading in yards. Well, by the way, I want to say this. Currently, Calvin Ridley is leading the league in total receiving yards. He fucking ate last week. And if you would believe it, um, Josh Allen is leading total passing yards. Yeah, I buy it. That makes sense. Uh, Cam Newton is leading total uh, touchdowns. Not to brag, but he is. Um, Not a big deal. He won't keep that pace up, though, but I like the production that we're getting out of him. Hell fucking yeah, dude. I'm really glad we have Cam. But um, did anybody happen to see the Cowboys-Falcons game last week? Mm Mm-hmm. That game was fucking crazy. that onside kick. Yeah. Did you guys catch that? Oh, yeah. I mean, that whole fault, that's on the coaching. Like, how do you not tell your guys about the new rule that you don't have to wait 10 yards to get an on, like, receive the onside kick? Like, that's all on coaching, I think. They should have won that game. They were idiots for losing that game, but it's not the player's fault. You got to put that on the coaches. They should have known better. They sh- you should tell your players the rules of the game. But I love Just that another Zorline big Atlanta had, lead lost. I love it that Zorline um, had that very unorthodox style of kicking the ball. Right on the leg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, well, cool. no. He, like, angled it in, and gravity just took it across the line. What well, did you yeah. see how he placed it? He didn't put it on a tee. Yeah. He just laid it on he, the ground like, and kicked it. He kicked it like like if you kick Stewie from Family Guy in the head. Like, he kicked him in the side. Like, it, <sighs> it, it, it just spun. Speaking as a former professional Jesus. kicker. <laughs> So yeah, resident uh, resident kicker on the podcast, Evan Costello. Right, yeah. So uh, Atlanta is favored by three and a half at home. I think that's legit. Um, the Bears are coming off two pancake wins. I think they're in for a rude awakening. However, if the Bears pull out a win, Dan Quinn's fired. Easy. Real easy. You're going to tell me that Matt Ryan, former MVP, with Julio, who might be hurt, but Calvin Ridley, who's absolutely eating, and Todd Gurley, and, like, a pretty stacked defense. You're going to tell me you're going to lose to bitch Trubisky? No way. You're out of, you are, you're not even eating it to Chick-fil-A afterwards in Atlanta. You're gone. You're out of there. But if you're the Falcons, keep finding Ridley. Like, he's going to make, he's going to make some serious noise. And I think Ridley has a case to be better than Julio, like, in the whole grand scheme of the Falcons organization. Oh boy, he said it. I oh think boy. I did. He said because it. Hot take. Julio is only a red zone target. Huh. Scott, I'm Scott, I'm so you happy. You see my point? Scott, I'm I'm so happy that you're joining us on this episode of this podcast because as I was watching this game and the game before that and a lot of seasons before that, I was thinking to myself, why the hell is everybody talking about Julio as being the best? He doesn't get touchdowns. He just gets yards. He, in my opinion, he doesn't sniff Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas gets touchdowns, yards, and he can't drop the ball. But everyone's talking about freak. Julio. I'm, I am so glad you said that because I completely agree. Absolutely agree. Julio is so good, but, I mean, it, you, Actions speak louder than words, man. Ridley, like, look at his numbers. It's real easy to compare him. Like, he's much better right now. Keep finding him if you want to keep – I mean, I would love to say keep winning, but they're the Falcons, so they can't do that. Um, for the Bears, run it. 
that's what you got to do. I mean, don't trust Mitch Trubisky with the football. But let's talk about the next game. This might be one of the best games of the of the of the regular time slot, if not the day. Yes, that's my best so, game of the day. Uh, I'm sorry, of the noon slot here. So I'm going to let you. I'm going to give you the facts about this game, and I'm going to let you take over. So this is the Rams Bills that we're talking about. Um, incredibly competitive. Both teams are currently undefeated, but the Rams might have a little bit more talent because. The Bills had the same situation as the Bears, where they played high school teams the last two weeks. Um, having said that, Buffalo was favorited by two and a half at home. How do you feel about that? I'm taking Buffalo. <clears throat> that uh, that offense is looking scary right now. I think the addition yeah. of Stephon Diggs gave them the edge in the East, quite honestly. Absolutely. I very much agree. I love Stephon Diggs. I think the Vikings screwed up big time. Cole, what do you think? Who'd have thunk the Buffalo Bills would be 2-0? and No, they're going to I mean, have a very good record this season. I know, but like just think of the last two decades, obviously with Tom Brady and the AFC East, who would have ever think that the Bills would go anywhere? But like, just in my recent memory, I just never think of the Bills as being like, you know, an undefeated team. And now they are. Because that's how, uh, how they were treated under the Rex Ryan years when that dude just waddled <clears> around the sidelines. They play candy ass team. That's why they're two and zero. They're playing a real like they're playing a for real team that's like really hot right now. The Rams are top ten in my opinion right now. I and think they're got, better than us. I'm well, taking I think the they're handcuffed too because they're at home. I think the Rams are handcuffed to Ramsey though. I don't see any value in that. I think that's they're a monster handcuffed deal. to him and Donald. Well, I don't mind about Donald because that's all warranted. I don't think Ramsey's is justified. Loud talk. Big fan of Cooper Cup on the Rams. He's really good. Dude is so consistent. He's I'm taking the Rams here. I'm, I'm taking Buffalo. Taking the Rams. So if the Bill, so my opinion, if in my opinion. By the way, I got uh, out of the all of the two to one Buffalo. Game, the entire game list uh, that happened last week, I had two games wrong. Damn, I had six games wrong. In my opinion, and tell me what you guys think of this, if the Ram if the if the Bills win, they're for real. Like they they're top ten immediately. Like they need to be if if I'm I'm a Pats fan, if they beat the Rams, I'm scared. Very scared. And if the Rams no, win I think you should be then, scared of them. I'm scared of them now, but like if they beat the Rams, I'm gonna be really scared. However, like, if the Rams win Yeah. If the Rams win, then they're not gonna lose another seven games. Like they're gonna they're going to continue, continue, continue to win, and then they're going to choke. Um, they got to keep – if I'm going to beat the Bills and I'm the Rams, then i got to keep finding Higby. That tight end went off last week. Keep feeding him because the Bills don't really do well with tight ends. And you got to keep that same mojo like the fuck everybody tore. got to keep going. But for the Bills, dude, digs, digs, digs. Keep throwing to him. He's a beast. And he absolutely loves Buffalo. Just wait until they have fans, dude. They're going to love him. Oh, man. All right, so let's go to the next game, which is the Texans-Steelers. Um, Steelers could be in a very rude awakening. Even though the Texans are kind of trash, they could be I think they're. I think the defense is very good, but I think they're a lot worse than a lot of people think they are. And I think the Texans are a lot better than I think people think they are. I think that Pittsburgh team is going to be a bunch of underachievers this season. 
I just don't see them going anywhere with Juju, like being the main guy there. I mean, don't get me wrong, James Conner is going to be a workhorse, but they don't have a good defense. And Tomlin, I mean, he's good at managing defenses, but I don't think that they have that defense. I think their defense is the second best defense in the league. Oh, wait, no, they have TJ uh, Minka. Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. Yeah, they have two oh, unbelievable cornerbacks. Right, right, they're right. they're for real. They're really really good. But like they maybe they're... offensively, my point is though. Oh, their yes. O line sucks. Well, Roethlisberger is terrible. Such a tool. He looks awful, dude. He's, He's so, so cool. bad. Yeah, he is. He's not aging well. I'm still taking the Steelers though. Contradicting to what I just said, I think the Steelers <laughs> are still going to beat them. Because I think the Texans are fucking done. I mean, like, they're – how do you – you started the, the league off playing the Ravens and the Chiefs. How are you going to come back from that? You just got <sighs> broken up with twice on a Tinder date before, like, right after getting off a brand-new relationship, and now you're going to meet somebody else. Like, I would just go back home. Like, the Texans should just quit. <laughs> just give up. I'm going to I'm gonna disagree with you there. Uh I remember a couple of years ago they started 0-3 and, and then went and won like seven games in a row and won the division and stuff. But I think I think this is the week that they get back because, like you said, they had two – they ran into two giants, and now they get the Steelers with uh, an old quarterback and a not-so-good offense. So I think I think the Texans' defense has a chance to, to kind of bounce back, and I think uh, – but, again, like we just said, the defense is really solid, so I think – the Texans offense will have another challenge, but uh, ah, shoot, man. I don't know. I think I'm still taking the Steelers, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I don't really know. the day, but it's going to be a good game. Uh, it's it's going to be a good one, though. If the Steelers win, it's like, it's kind of like that game where if the Cowboys beat the Rams week one, it's like, if you right. win, who gives a shit? Like, it doesn't prove anything. If, if, the, if the Texans win, then it's like, okay, well, they they have a little bit of mo- momentum going forward. Keep it up. But let's talk about this next game. Contender for toilet bowl game of the week for me is the Titans Vikings. Yes. Um, oh. This game this game sucks in my opinion. Uh, the the Titans are favored by only two and a half, and that's why I'm saying this game sucks because the Vikings are coming off the worst performance of the 2020 season. And I'm going to keep that on a pedestal until February when the Super Bowl happens. No, they lost to the, they, you, we have a witness. Kirk Cousins got fucking destroyed. He had like 40 yards total with like three picks or I'm not even going to go, but like, look at the stats. That's because he doesn't believe in COVID. Right, yeah, well, you're sick with something, and it's definitely in your head because you fucking sucked that game. It's pathetic to watch. Like Scott, why is this horrible. not going to be a toilet bowl game? I don't know. I, I, I think that Minnesota is not bad. I mean, I know the loss of Diggs hurts, but they've still got Thielen, and he can prove to be a very consistent guy when he's not hurt. And... um. I mean, Cousins really hasn't played that well, but he's not some guy that you can trifle with really on defense. Like, he, he will make you pay if you let up off the reins. But um, Tennessee, they're looking real good right now with Clowney. 
That's what I'm saying, bro. That's why I feel like it's going to be a not-so-good game because Minnesota's not great and Tennessee is pretty damn good. So, I don't know. I, I think that they might be able to match up well against each other. Mm. All right. I um, see. So I'm, I'm going to take the Titans here. Um, uh, I think that, like, normally with, with a situation like this, this is one of those games where you don't shake it off. You go in the locker room and you pull a Teddy Bruschi and you put your head through the locker and then you come back and play angry. But, like, I don't think the Vikings have that in them right now. I mean, Scott, to your point, you're absolutely right. Like, they do have Thielen. They just got that guy Yannick Ngakwe from the Jaguars, who is very, very good. They still have Kyle Rudolph. They still have yeah. Kyle Rudolph. Very, very good. And Kirk Cousins has proven to be, like – I would compare Kirk Cousins to a post-prime – like 2012 Joe Flacco. Like, he can be really good when he wants to be really good. And when he's really good, he's like, fuck, like, Pro Bowl good. Not Super Bowl good, but Pro Bowl. Like, he's, I think he he's can, like a he Walmart brand talent. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, wow. <laughs> now, well, that's an interesting sentiment, but you, good you might have plug. a point. Yeah, shout out Walmart. Um, But... I like Tannehill right now. Tannehill is a little scary. He's very, very good. That's a good like – that's a decent game to round out. A decent uh, noon slot there, though, don't you think? Yes, it yeah, is. It is. Let's go to 305. So, I, before we go into these next two games, I just want to say that my toilet bowl game was indeed the Thursday night game. That was my toilet bowl game. But gotcha. the Panthers-Chargers, pretty goddamn close. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah. First that game of the 305. Nobody left on it. Right. First game of the 305 time slot. We got the Panthers coming off an incredibly bad loss with a terrible injury. Shout out my fantasy team. Um, get well soon, McCaffrey. We all need you. And the Chargers are coming off a very, very surprising game against the Chiefs. I don't know what the fuck happened, but that new rookie guy, he's fucking awesome. And Herbert. I think Mahomes was just like, uh, I got to take a shit for the first three quarters. I'll be back later. But um, let's just say fuck the fucking medical guy for the Chargers for puncturing the lung of Terod Taylor. What did he do to you, dude? Tough. I have a picture <laughs> of how that happened in my head, and I just can't get it out. You're right. Like, it's like, it's fucking like when Pulp you're down Fiction. in war zone. <laughs> <laughs> and you're on the top floor of the hospital, and you're like, dude, please come revive me. I just got sniped. I just got down for the third time in a row. Please help. <laughs> <laughs> and then a helicopter comes and smashes both of you. <laughs> Shit. Tyrod Taylor in the gulag. Um, the Chargers are favored by <laughs> the Chargers are favored by six and a half at home. They started a new quarterback who was incredible. Like, let's talk about how good he was. Justin um, Herbert. Yeah, he was very, very good, and that's what I think could happen to Miami if they start Tua. Like. Hmm. Interesting how that works. Rookie quarterbacks. Yeah. How do we know? Dog shit teams. Um, that's facts. Took me a second. Pat's fan. I get it. Um, <laughs> thank you. So the the Panthers have a couple wide receivers. They have Robbie Anderson still somehow. <laughs> but um, let that new QB keep working. Find Keenan out a little bit more. Uh, the defense is really fucking good. Hayward made some big moves. Um, there's a Bosa brother still there. He can do some work. Um, I don't have anything to say to the charge. I mean, the, the, 
the Panthers. They're fucked. You had McCaffrey. Now you don't. You're screwed. No, they're poo-poo. <clears throat> now this poo-poo. next game, this next game is probably tied with the toilet bowl game of the week, and that is the Jets-Colts. I agree. So I'm going to toss oh, this yeah. over to Scott. But the, so Indiana is favored by Indianapolis. <laughs> Indianapolis. What's the difference, bro? It's well, they I mean, know you know, it's a square team. is a rhombus. A square is a rhombus, but a rhombus is a square. All right, I get it. Indianapolis. Thank you. What if I just said Indy? Would you still yell at me? Nope. I would love. I love Indy. God damn it! All right. So Indy is favored by. By ten and a half at home. Not enough. I think that's too much. I think that the score <laughs> of this game is going to be like seventeen to six. Like this game is going to be so bad. It's going to be miserable. Um, Scott, what do you think? <laughs> there isn't an amount of Philip Rivers kids that have a cold that could change <laughs> that outcome. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, he went John and Kate plus eight with it. Um, yep. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, let's talk about last week. So, the Jets are fucking dumpster fire. They should just quit. Like, literally just forfeit. Adam Gase is <laughs> just a, a fucking loser. He's a laughing stock of the whole NFL. He really is. Um, he We might even see Joe Flacco play. I'm not kidding. The Don't Jets GM is such a pushover, too. Yeah, he is. But let's talk about – here's why I think this game is pretty much going to be the – I'm changing it. This is a toilet bowl game. Um, Come on, make up the, the mind. The only reason that the Colts are somewhat back in the good graces of the NFL, like rankings-wise, is because they took advantage of a terrible, terrible, no good, very bad day for Kirk Cousins. They put up numbers against the Vikings, who suck already, but everyone's like, oh, my God, they scored so many points. They did it against a shit-ass team. So don't be surprised if they do it again. They're not for real. They're definitely a fraud. And th- this is this is 3.05, so this is a nap game. I'll be asleep for Big 20 time. minutes until until this next game, which I cannot wait to talk about, the Cowboys-Seahawks. A sleeper for uh, a, a really competitive game, I feel like, because the Cowboys just always seem to kind of have some good games, even though Seattle's really fucking good. This is the second best game of the day, in my opinion. Both teams um, are very solid be am- on each side of the ball. They're amazing. Like the, the I mean, the Cowboys proved it. That I, I still hate them, but like they proved that they got some, they got some gas in the engine. Um, Three twenty-five time slot, amazing game to watch with some actually like some serious implications going on behind who wins. Seattle's currently favored by four and a half. And oh, by the way, I'm taking the Colts in that last game. Um, Oh, I wonder why. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't, didn't really feel like I needed to say it, but, you know. Um, Seattle is favorited by four and a half at home. I think that's very fair. Um, so, I'm going to start it off, and then, Cole, I want to hear your thoughts, being that you're a Texas boy. If the Cowboys win, they're all the way back into being, like, a top five, top three team. Right now, I have them as six. I have them right behind the Saints, because they still lost – pretty significantly to the Rams. And in order to come back against the Falcons, they had to be losing to the Falcons, who suck. So that's why I'm – that's my opinion on them. But if they if they win, they're all the way back. 
if Seattle wins, they're the number one team, in my opinion. Because right now I have the Seahawks as the second best team in the league. So what do you think? I think it's hard to argue uh, with that. So that makes my job pretty easy. But, uh, no, I agree. Seattle is Seattle is very good. Uh, and like I said, yeah, I guess if, if the Cowboys get a win, you know, I mean, that's, that's big. That's big for them. And that's going to be big for that big town up in Dallas. Um, I don't know what it's going to do for Dak's contract talks, but you know, um, it's, it's going to be a hell of a game, man. Mm -hmm, It is Scott. They really need to make a push in the playoffs. Like, I just don't see how any of that is worthwhile for Jerry Jones as a, as a GM to pay Dak for without getting time in the playoffs. Like, how long have they been trying at this point? All of the years. Very long time. Yeah, yeah. every yeah. one of them. <clears throat> but there's still a team. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Fucking America's team, my sweet ass. Um, so if I'm a Seahawks fan, I'm looking at DK Metcalf to get all of the touches. I'm looking at uh, Chris Carson to get all of the runs. And... I'm looking at Russell Wilson to be the MVP. I've said it before. I'll say it again. He's the MVP. Pretty sure. Um, If I'm a cowboy, then I have a little bit of fire under my ass. I'm going to look at Zeke to run for another 7,000 yards and Dak Prescott to get sacked, but somehow find open receivers. And Dak Prescott, if you're listening, find C.D. Lamb. Please, dude. Please keep throwing it to him. I like him. He's on your fantasy team, isn't he? <clears throat> Both of them. Um, so the I'm next sure game, you changed the outcome of that. I think I did. Um, Bruce Dog Ratterall <laughs> told them. They're friends and they listen. They both listen. So <laughs> Friend of the podcast, Bruce Dog Absolutely. Um, so the next game is uh, the Lions-Cardinals. Just whatever, in my opinion, wow. of this game. Yeah. Whatever. Don't sleep on the uh, cards. No, they're good. I'm they're not. top ten. That's, that's why they're going to roll yeah, over the Lions. Lions. Yeah, they're top ten. Um, Cardinals are coming off pretty decent win, and the Lions are piece of shit right now. They're pretty bad, which sucks. Let's talk about why that sucks. Because of Matt Patricia, man, what the fuck? Like, dude, he's had a rough go. He, he come on, just come on back home. We'll be all right. Come on, just come back to New England. We'll treat you right. Um. He will never be allowed back, but still, like, you know, I, I don't like seeing Belichick disciples shit in the bed. No, we have the heir apparent, though. We do. Steve Belichick. That mullet, bro. Yeah, that kills me. Yeah, yeah he is a looker. Uh, Cardinals are fair. Oh, by the way, I'm taking the Seahawks in that last game. I got to stop doing that. I got to keep giving them Yeah, up. me too. Um, yes, sir. Uh, Cardinals are favored by five and a half at home. That's easy. Not I'm enough. taking that all day. Uh, yeah, so you're right. That's not enough. Yeah, um, not enough. Kyler and DeAndre are forming like this amazing connection. I think they're going to work really, really well together. And I think DeAndre's like really appreciates being there, quite frankly. And I, you always like to see somebody get properly valued. Um, the defense is turning into something special as well. But if I'm Detroit, keep finding Marvin Jones. He seems to be the only person that's making some sort of an impact. And trust that. If you can find Kyler once, you can find him again and just try to, like, make him rush, even though he's so goddamn fast. Hey, that so little let's go skip down. to my Lou on that touchdown run last week for Kyler was pretty I did dope. like that. 
Yeah, he's pretty cool. I like him. Let's go back down to Tampa Bay. Uh, 325 time slot. Let's talk about the Buccaneers against the Broncos. Scott, I'm going to give you this one. So, Bucks it pains me to off. say this, but the Bucks are going to walk away with that. Yeah, I mean, they yeah, are dealing they with are. some injuries with, I think, Godwin. He might still be hurt. But, um, mm-hmm. I, think I mean, it's hard back. not – even so, like, it's hard not to stop that offense with – with like whoever's in there, yeah, it's they they look pretty good against the Panthers. Uh, Fournette did pretty well. Uh, Mike Evans did even better, and I hated that because I played against him in fantasy. But that's neither here nor there. Um, it resembles the Patriots offense from <clears throat> I think a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. I would agree. Um, yeah, I know. Funny how that Tampa works. Bay, Tampa Bay is favored by six on the road. Brady is much more used to his offense and he appreciates his new running back core, which whenever Brady has not one, but two solid running backs to just air dip the ball to, then it's going to be a tough game for, for the other team. Um, that however, dunk. did we hear about who the Broncos signed? Who did they nope. sign? The one and only Blake Bortles. Oh, oh the boat. The boat. And as we know, Mr. Bortles usually has Mr. Brady's number in one way, shape, or form. I don't know how he does it, but Good point. don't count don't count him out. All I'm saying is that this is this is in Mile High, and I think they may have a couple of tricks up their sleeve. I, I don't know what it is, but I think it could be it could be interesting. Now let's I know we're kinda winding down, but these next two games make me tingle in places. So let's talk about the <clears throat> Sunday night football game, prime time, the Packers Saints. Right yeah, now I don't know who drew these up, but these are two hell these are two hell of games here. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking these two incredible. These two right here each have a case to be game of the year. I, I agree. could not agree more, but let's talk about Packers Saints first. So right now I'll I'll give you guys my top five teams. So Ravens at one, Seahawks at two, Packers at three, Chiefs at four, Saints at five. Of those four five teams that I mentioned, four are happening in two games. That makes me want to go crazy. So let's talk about this. So the Packers are coming off a pretty easy win. The fuck you tour with Aaron Rodgers is happening. He's on another level, but he's not quite up to Russell Wilson, in my opinion. The Saints are coming off a dog shit loss. Losing Michael Thomas was a lot bigger than I think they anticipated, but the defense is still definitely there. They have a Super Bowl roster, essentially. Like, they have everything that it, they have what it takes to go the distance. Um, how do you guys feel about the fact that the Saints are favored by three at home? I think this game is a coin flip, quite honestly. And I think whoever I think wins is going to win the quarter. game in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I should have. Evan, stop fucking talking. You were going to say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're on the safe wavelength here. Right, we are. I agree uh, as well, uh, which doesn't do well for my Sunday night productivity when I wait until the very last minute to do everything. So if there's a good football game on, I'm definitely not going to get anything done. Uh, but, yeah, so I'm kind of looking forward to that already. Um, yeah, the favorite of my three, I am taking the Packers here. 
taking the Packers. That loss against the Raiders is just does not sit too well with me. The uh, Packers have the most points scored in the league right now. They have hmm. like they scored forty plus points in the last two games that they've been in. It's fucking ridiculous. You can't ignore that, especially when the Saints just lost to the Raiders. Granted, it was at home. I do not care. If you lose to a team where John Gruden is the coach, you deserve to be bumped down a couple ranks. Um, for the Green Bay Packers, Adams and Jones are fucking ridiculous. You got to find some way to stop Breeze. Like, he, he's just amazing. Um, however, this is going to be the first time that the Packers are going to have, like, a serious defense to play against. Um, for New Orleans, shake off the loss. Do what you can to forget about it. Keep finding Kamara. And you have to find another wide receiver, man. I mean, I know Michael Thomas was a big loss, but he—I mean, he'll come back eventually. But if you want to have some balls, you got to figure it out, man. Manuel Sanders to step up. That's right. That's actually—that's actually Jess's favorite player, if you believe that. Her favorite player hey. in the NFL is Emmanuel Sanders. Hey, the kids from Belleville <coughs> town over from Sealy. Shout out Sealy. Shout out. Belleville. And let's let's cap this all off with. Scott, I am going to agree with you 100%. This is quite possibly not only – this is the game of the week, but this is also the game of the year. And I feel as though they are tarnishing it by putting it on Monday Night Football. This should be like – this. there should be a separate day in the week for this game, like <laughs> where nobody works. Like, you know how some people work on Sunday? Nobody should work for this game. Everybody should watch this game. And not only is this game going to be the best game of the week and probably the year, but like if this game keeps happening, this is going to be the matchup that people are going to talk about like 50 years from now. Granted that the planet is still alive. Like this matchup is fucking insane. I love Mahomes and I love Lamar Jackson. We are of course talking about the chiefs Ravens. So Baltimore is favored by three and a half. Gentlemen, what are your thoughts? Big trust is going to go off. And I really believe that. <laughs> I agree. I think he's going to be a threat on his legs. Um, I don't necessarily think he's going to throw for a lot of yards, but I think he'll put on the burners for a little bit, and I think they'll be predominantly ground-heavy. I think uh, it's definitely going to be – it's going to have to match up with that Chiefs-Rams uh, catch up mustard game on well that was that was a Thursday night right that that was exactly was where my year. thoughts were growing. Um, I think yeah, I think this has the capability of doing that, and I I don't I don't I don't hate it being on Monday night. Um, I I definitely think the the schedule makers did that on purpose to to kind of get the most eyes on that game because they know and we know it's going to be one hell of a night tomorrow night. I would definitely agree. Um, <clears throat> I'm taking the Ravens here. Um, I'm taking the Chiefs. I, Chiefs. I, it, this game is a fucking coin flip. Chiefs. Holy shit, this game is a coin flip. Um, I think Baltimore is going to keep – I think Lamar is going to throw it a lot more than I think. I think he's going to keep finding Marquise Brown, but I think I think Ingram is really doing well for them. Um, I think – Mahomes has got to look himself in the mirror and be like, okay, you didn't almost lose to a rookie after the team punctured a guy's lung. Like, that didn't happen. Shake it off. 
I like I'm still a Super Bowl champion. I'm I might play with my fucking ring on it just to prove that I'm still the best man on this fucking football field. But any time every single time that Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson touch a football, I get nervous. Like not because like oh they're going to get injured. They're just the minute they have the football, they are the best player. They're the best player on any football fucking field across America with the football. Like as long as they have a football, they're the best person with it. It's like it's crazy league. to watch. Absolutely. I think they're really, really good for football, by the way. I think that, like, they're changing the game. I think Pat Mahomes is like the Steph Curry of the NFL right now. Yeah, it's a good I think he's the Aaron Judge of the NFL. And I think he's better than both of those two people I just mentioned. Like, even – I don't think Steph Curry ever had a fucking ceiling as high as Pat Mahomes. Weird how Steph Curry and Pat Mahomes both had dads who played in leagues. They play in. Oh yeah, mm, I uh, lied. Patrick Mahomes Senior played baseball, not football. Idiot. No, but uh, Pat Mahomes did play baseball. He was really good at baseball. Drafted by well, the Royals. He's not playing in MLB. That's true. He got drafted out of high school. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. Um, but yeah, yeah but that's when week you're that three. Athletic, you can literally do whatever you want. Shout yeah. out White House, Texas. Uh, so. That's a hell of a slate. Uh, we're going to give you some beer of the week uh, <clears throat> suggestions to have here for this uh, hell, of a, hell of a week here on week three. Uh, who wants to go first? I got it, Scott. So, weather's getting a little cold outside. So, you know what that means. It's autumn. And, you know, what do you expect in autumn? Pumpkins. Mm-hmm. So, Sam Adams came out with the Jacko Pumpkin Ale which has cinnamon and nutmeg aromas in it, and it is seasoned with a crisp, refreshing finish. It's great for these colder nights, and it's kind of heavy in a way, and it's got a little pumpkin spice in it. So you definitely can't down, like, six of them while you're watching football. Oh, God, no. But you can have one or two. Duly noted. Uh, So my beer of the week is actually... uh... A oxycodone pill or a really nice four-hour nap because I cannot oh drink. Goodness. I haven't drank in three weeks, and it's fucking <laughs> sad. But, however, a cigar. Well, some... oh, I did just have a cigar, and it, it, I inhaled it by accident, and it fucking sucks. That's why I'm still coughing. But um, if I were to have a beer, Scott, I'm going to roll off yours. And I know that they don't listen, but I'm going to give a quick shout-out to my friend Jeffrey Bazazzi, who was a guest on a couple episodes ago when we were talking about baseball. And I want to give a shout out to my friend Griffin because if they heard me recommend this beer, they would judge the shit out of me. But I'm going Shipyard Pumpkinhead. I, when I asked you guys earlier about if you guys were having FOMO, this is what I was referring to because I know we're not supposed to be out here, you know, thriving at vineyards and partying like we normally would be. And I haven't been, but I've been seeing a bunch of Snapchats and Instagram stories of people outside partying, having a good time, but they have these like cinnamon encrusted rims with a tall glass of pumpkin shipyard, pumpkin head ale. Mm-hmm. And it's making me, we just want to be back up in the North. So shipyard pumpkin head is like a, it's a pumpkin spice flavored beer. It's about like the same, like viscosity and like heaviness as a, I don't know if it's an ale. I think it might be an IPA. It's an IPA. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's strong. 
It's heavy, but like Strunk. watching like that 12 o'clock game and sitting outside with a jersey on, maybe you got the window open and you're sitting inside, you got that beer on ice, like there's nothing better than that, man. I just miss it so much. I do agree with you. Now that you explain yourself a little bit more, I agree with you that I definitely have FOMO of missing out on fall in New England. Uh, yeah, it was dude. still like 80 degrees here in Texas today, so uh, it definitely does not feel like fall. But I guess drinking some pumpkin beer definitely helps. Uh, my beer of the week is a pumpkin spice latte from uh, the Buffalo Bio, Bayou Brewing Company down here in Houston. Uh, everyone kept telling us to brew a pumpkin ale, it says. The other guys are doing it. Why don't you? We'd mock them. Have you ever actually eaten the pumpkin do you even know what it tastes like? I'm not <laughs> even talking pumpkin pie because that's more about cinnamon, nutmegs, whatever. Oh my good God, what a good idea. What if we take gingerbread stout, mash it in pumpkins, then age it on Amaya's coffee like we do off our Buffalo Sunset? Wow. Holy fuck, pumpkin dude, and pumpkin amazing. spice plays wow. off chocolate and dark crystal malts to wrap your palate in a blanket of taste sensation. Promptly followed by 50% more Amaya coffee than other any other Buff Brew coffee beer. Dude, can you send me some of this? This sounds fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'll just send at this point. <laughs> I'll deliberately not take my pain medication and deal with the pain of an injured shoulder just to drink this beer. I will definitely uh, send you some. Shout out Buffalo Bayou Brewing Company. Well... Uh, that'll about do it, I suppose. Uh, Evan, I guess, do you have a, a question of the week to end on? Uh, absolutely. So, gentlemen, have e- in, in the recent light of my injury, have either of you had an injury before? Mm. Scott? Wow. Hmm. Let me think. Regale us with a story of an injury you both may or may not have had. So, I had the ACL injury in high school, and I had complications post-op with an infection and the specific strain has a pretty high comorbidity rate and um, I was hospitalized for a little bit during which I had a pick line inserted in my arm and I had to walk around class with IVs pumping into my heart for three weeks and yeah it was a great experience learning to walk again uh you know just to compare uh i just had a boatload of concussions uh and i just definitely have drain damage now drain um, damage drain damage definitely it was definitely a process getting back to strength i remember uh having to take like that impact test on the computer like oh, it had like dude. reaction and all that shit like did you fail that probably definitely we we didn't even get graded on that well, right, you took a baseline test, and then you had to take it again when you were concussed to see how much drain damage you still had two weeks after your concussion. Uh, so, yeah, that was kind of my biggest uh, injury. I've never broken a bone. I've fractured a, I've fractured a bone in my foot, but I have not broken a bone. Fracture is broken, bro. I feel like fracture is not a full break. No, I, yeah, it is. I feel like it there's is. a difference between a break and a fracture. They have different types of breaks. The reason I ask is because let me tell you guys what I'm doing right now. So right now, because it's 11 o'clock, um, and I don't want Jess to hear 
you know, the recording of this genius that is the tailgate talk. I am sitting in my closet and I am tossing my AirPod case up and down. And currently my, I have like 10 to 12 stitches that are still covered by like butterfly bandages, but they put a nerve block in me. So I couldn't feel my arm for a full day. And then when it started to wear off, it just hurt like a motherfucker. It was the worst pain I've ever experienced. However, there is still a numbing agent in my shoulder. Like my left hit is, feels like it's gone. Like it, it doesn't feel like it's there. So I'm trying to find like the silver lining in having an injury. So my question of the week is what was the best slash funniest part about your recovery period? Just to make me feel better about what I'm going through. <laughs> hmm. Definitely the time off from school and the excuse that I didn't have to do work because I have drain damage. <laughs> I think the best part about mine was during high school. Um, we we had that film class with independent study. No, no, no. So I didn't have an independent oh, study. Oh, I had an independent study. Okay. So yeah. I had a class with our baseball coach and um, – he just let me, because I had seen the movie before, he let me go to the library and use it as some independent study time. And I think that's where we used to hang out. <laughs> that's where we hung out that whole time, yes. In the, in the same period. It was us and uh, Bernsey, right? Oh, yeah. What a crew. What a crew. Oh, man. Well, well the favorite Evan, part about my, your, uh, yeah. yeah, what's your recovery been like, I guess, so far? Um... A lot of movies, a lot of portion control, not a lot of no drinking, um, a lot of sleeping, and a whole not a lot of showering. I wish that this shit would get over with so I can go back to the gym and be somewhat active. Because, I mean, I went from biking, running, lifting, like, almost every day. Not all at the same time, but, I mean, it sucks, man. I wish I could do shit, but that's all I got. Thank you for my... Thank you for giving me my pedestal. All right. Good to hear. Well, I hope it gets better for you. I hope you get to have some more chocolate and then uh, get to have a whole ton of beer when you're off pain meds. So uh, best of luck to you. We're going to dive into this uh, NFL Sunday here. So enjoy your tailgates. Enjoy your meats. Enjoy your beers. Uh, We're going to enjoy some football here. So uh, let's get it. Boys, appreciate you as always. Go Pats. Peace and love, everybody. See ya.